This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome again to This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com, top ITC, say it, ITFC historian, contributor, I must put this in this week, to my favourite game. It's, ladies and gents, it is back again, the renegade stat man. We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. All right, Stat. I am easy, mate. I'm Good. very pleased that you've you've given me this envelope with um, S W A L K on on the back. So <laughs> it's quite appropriate as we're looking at the 14th to the 20th of February. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Where, where are we going tonight? Of course, yes. I don't know. Where, where do you fancy? What's your what's your what's your haunt? Hey, Chicago's. Chica- I thought Chicago's followed by Liberties and then Brannigans. Oh yeah. Trader Jacks. Trader Jacks. Queuing across the bridge on a Monday night um, to go into Hollywood on the student in, night. In, in Indie night. Indie yeah. night, student night. Yeah, Cindy's. Cindy's. First floor club before your time. Olivia's. Ooh, Olivia's yeah. blimey, mate. Some great places there. Tell you what. Shall I tell you what? Should we get straight in? Let's go, mate. Where are we going first? So it's the 15th of February. Um, Bobby Robson <clears throat> is against John Bond. Beautiful. Yeah, it's Division 1. It's the 15th of February, 1977. It's a Tuesday night. Mm. So we can't be playing Norwich because we never play Norwich on a Tuesday night. We never, can't, not Um, allowed. But we're playing on a a Tuesday night because the original tie was postponed due to a frozen pitch. Mm. And that was the reason that we ended up playing them on a a Tuesday night. Um, We then played, it was the first tie between us that that season. First game, yeah. Yeah, the first game, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the next one was in in April. Yeah. And. 34,726 fans turned up. Stat, where does that stand? That's, that's got to be top five, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, we were did... talking about the Liverpool one the other day, you, weren't we? Yeah, you did this You did this last season. Yeah. Last season on the pod, you did this. Yeah. I'm sure that's top yeah, five. Yeah, top, top five home <laughs> attendances, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, I think most of them turned up because, obviously, Norwich City were, had that famous 
Geordie in, in goal for them, Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which always which always amuses me to see Keegan in, in goal for, for Norwich. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he wasn't very tall, Keegan, was he? No, he wasn't. Um, let's, I'll tell you what, let's just rattle <laughs> through the goals because there, there's something in the in the programme, which I've got, I haven't brought the programme in for the last couple of weeks, but yeah, there's something in the programme I want to bring. So the goals that were scored, and if there's anything that you remember from this game, I, I wasn't there. No, I don't. I was at, I, you know, I was, I was at the game. I can't remember any. There's no footage of it, and I no. can't. I can't remember any. Um, I can remember why Mark getting a hat. Well, sorry, yeah. spoiler no, that's alert. Fine, yeah. Go on, but no, I can't remember any of the goals. Well, shall I go go ahead now? Or? Yeah, carry oh, yeah, on. Okay, yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> if, if, if seriously, if you are listening and you you've got any footage of this, um, stick it up on YouTube because I'd, I'd love to see it. Can't be. 12th minute, um, Johnny Walk scored as a penalty. Yeah. Penalty. Um, penalty. Yeah. And, and oh, surprisingly, Trevor Weimark scores a, a goal in, in the 39th minute. Uh, PM scores in the 68th minute to put us 3-0 up. 75th minute, Weimark scores his second. Yeah. And 84th minute, Weimark scores his hat-trick. It's game 24 and we are top of the league. Yeah, I think I, I seem to remember this game puts us top. That's yeah. what I can remember. Um so I yeah, I, I was at the game. I remember I, I remember the game itself. I can't remember the goals. I can remember being there. Um <clears throat> and again another one of those seasons, another brilliant season where I think if we'd have beaten QPR on our last game of the season away, we'd have won the league, but as it was, we finished I think third on goal difference behind Man City had a good season, finished second. Yeah. And who else won it? It's the seventies, Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Pipped pipped us both by by a point and again it was the season where I know we've covered on other other um pods before history pods before that um everything going great looks like we're gonna really you know hopefully win it this season it was the Kevin Beatty bonfire burning incident uh, at yeah. Easter that year so yeah fantastic um so I've got, I've got we, we do this sometimes I've got a number one for you this week um so I will put um uh, how can I put this? Um, an, an upset South American country. That's the clue about the title. Oh, upset South American yeah. country. Yeah. It's not Don't Cry For Me Argentina <laughs> by Madonna. It's not Madonna. It's Julie Covington, though. She's the first one, but spot on stat. Well done, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I thought 1977 might have been an Elvis era, but he hadn't died yet, had he? And I think that's... Uh, a a had, no, Elvis died in the August, about six months later. Yeah, I think we lost him six months later. Yeah, yeah. Have they found him yet? <laughs> I'm sorry, somewhere. Interestingly, they? 21 years, not quite to the to the day, but 21 years after this, um, this game in 1977, Ipswich beat Norwich five oh, nil. And that is, you're right. Alex Matthew scored a hat trick. He did. He yeah. did. 20, almost to the day, virtually. Right, so I've got the program here. Oh, come on! So it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a fetching. It was, you know, why would you have a yellow, mainly yellow program, when you're playing against Norwich? Yeah, it's a bit odd one here. Yeah. Okay. I got... remember the game is Ipswich Wolves. That's a cup tie in that game. Remember that? What is the referee doing? For, for those of you who can't see, Paul <laughs> Marin is running. Uh, the Wolves player on the ground looks like he's dislocated his knee or something, <laughs> and the referee is playing uh, a game of statues. Yeah, looking down. <laughs> Arms by his anyway, side. Anyway, let's get to the important bit. Come yeah. on. What's what's the mascot's name, right, address, so and the, telephone number? The, the mascot. So this was 40, 41 years ago. Jeez. So hopefully we, we might have. So tonight's mascot for the be- beast for the beast. And the, tonight's mascot for the Big East Anglian oh, yeah. Yeah, beast, derby. Yeah. yeah, the beast as I used to call it. The Big yeah. East Anglian derby against Norwich City is nine-year-old Terence Brame. 
Okay, Terry Brain. Yeah, he's going to go by Terry now. Terry, yeah. Of number eighty, Prize Road, Bury St Edmunds. Why don't any of these? Why don't any of these people ever live in Ipswich? Where on the way yeah. home we could perhaps drop a little note for their door or something, stat. You know, on the so yeah, I could live along. I don't know what's away on Westerfield Road or something. We'll just just by chance, say what? We'll drop a little note for the door. Yeah. See if Terry's but still there. You can there. imagine that, you know. And, and his mother goes, "Terry died <laughs> twenty five years ago." <laughs> I hope he hasn't, Terry. I hope you're no, right here. No, 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 no. I hope you're right here laughing this and, and is, enjoying this, it. And, this and, is and sod's now because you know this oh, is the one that will get in I've... touch with it. Terry, Terry, if you're out there, sorry, or Terence, yeah. if you're out there, we need to hear from yeah. you. Hey, hang on, and anyone that knows him, I, I can sense him <laughs> in the room. Um, Terence, whose favourite town player is fullback George Burley, will be wearing the special mascot of the day. Actually, just realised. That there's a spelling mistake. They call it so. Maybe it wasn't the mascot of the day. He's, he's wearing the special mascot of the day. So okay. mascot without the right. of the day kit by Umbro, yeah. and he will keep his shirt, shorts, and stockings. Yes, stockings always worried me as a. I know because it always yeah it always <laughs> as the ideal souvenir. But um, there was something else I want to draw your attention to in in the back. Uh, we have got the A to Z. Of Ipswich Town. There goes my paper. I'll pick it up in a bit. All right. Um, so they've written. All right? No, written? Well, I'll see something else on the back of that. There's also a crossword in the programme. Well, shall we do the crossword first? So oh, three across, Go on. Uh, six letters, Sunderland signing from Manchester United. <laughs> Holton, that is. Right. Jim Holton. There you Six go. across. We'll do this one, then we'll go on. Go on. Italian side that used to include Dennis Law and Joe Baker. That's Torino. All right, just one more until you get it wrong. Um, seven across, famous old West Germany keeper, something Tilkowski. Hans, H-A-N-S, played in the World Cup. All right, I love this one, number eight, right? Go on. They obviously got fed up with clues. Go on. Uh, Cardiff fullback. <laughs> seven. <laughs> oh, have you got that one? Nah. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll carry that on, on anyway. in the Sorry. pub later. Go on, so, go on yeah. Um, they, they wrote in the in the... In the Program in recent issues of the Matchday magazine, or as it was called, Matchday magazine. Love it. Um, we have featured limericks from town fans about oh, their yes. favourite players. Yeah. But tonight, we publish poetry with a difference. This A to Z of Ipswich Town has been sent to us by Mr. W. Thompson, who lives at 15 Oxford Road, Kesgrave. Oh, well, we, yes, we yeah. certainly. Yeah. Um, feel free to. At any point, that if there's anything that I say is a bit strange or a bit odd, then let's go for it. But we are going to go all the way through the alphabet. Go on, then. A is for Alan, who's ever so brave. Right. B is for Beatty, who works like a... Slave? Slave, well done. Uh-huh. Like the next one. Um, C is for Clive, who scores goals with benders. <laughs> what the hell's the next one? D is for Dale, our first team contender. Oh, oh we, we brought it back, yeah. Dale, we love it, yeah. E is for experts, our team are for sure. F is for free kick, and Brian will score. <laughs> G is for George, who plays at the back. Mm-hmm. H is for Hunter, no skill does he lack. So he, he's got to H, and he's still, he's, he's, he mentioned Alan yeah, at he's, A, so he's, his favorite player yeah, he's gone over again. Yeah. Um, I is for in goal, where Cooper will be. J is for Johnny, who scores goals, you'll see. K is for Kevin Beatty, the king. L is for Lambert, who runs up the wing. Now it goes a little bit surreal. Go on. <laughs> M is for Mick, or Mills, if you choose. N is for Noddy, or Noddy Two Shoes. 
<laughs> what does that even mean? Was there a player that we used to call Noddy Two Shoes? Well, was Noddy was Brian Tolbert. And that's why we called him Noddy. didn't call him I, Noddy Two Shoes. Noddy no. Two Shoes. Well, okay. Um, o is for oranges. They eat at half time. <laughs> yes. P is for Paul M, who fits with this rhyme. <laughs> Q is for Q's behind the North Stand. R is for Robson, the best in the land. S is for scarves. We wear blue and white. T is for Trevor, who's who headers with might. U is for under the crossbar, 3-1. V is for victories that frequently come. W is for Wembley, where we'll soon be. Aye. X is for films the youth team can't see. <laughs> y is for yellow, our colours away. Z is for the end, so I'll say... Good day. Oh, I love it. And what, I tell you what, only a year out, very prophetic yeah. Wembley. Mr. W. Thompson of 15 Oxford Road. Okay, I have no not, idea how old you are. We're knocking on his door at the way. We said Mr. So if he's a Mr. Thompson back yeah. in 19, um, when was that, 77, 41 40 years, 40 ago. years ago. He's, he's got to be, I reckon he was like mid 40s, possibly like 87. I'm just thinking he might be like, that's quite a mature poem there. He's probably a mister. Well, he's it quite mature. He, he kind of lost that a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you think that? <laughs> Did you, did you remember Clive scoring goals with Benders? <laughs> Only one. I remember yeah. him scoring one, but that's it. And you said that you wanted to knock on his door on the way back. That's not anything to do with the X's for the films that <laughs> the youths can't see. Brilliant. Oh, right. Just, just to that. let you know about the, the team here. Go on, and yeah, then, give um, it, go on. I'll give you the team and then you can... Do you want to do a two little ducks? Oh, that? Yeah. Go on then. Okay, so... Um... Uh, oh, how am I going to do this? I'm not writing on my program. No, 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 no. Oh, Christ. No, yeah. no, no. So, um, so we're doing up... two little ducks from Norwich, 1977, okay. 15th God. February. So, so um, Ipswich, um, I'll probably, it's probably, I'll say Cooper, but it's probably civil even in goal. But you can't tell because oh, because the program's not always right, of course, but it's got to be the program. So let's, let's go, let's, on the program, let's, yeah. go let's go Cooper, Burley, Mills, Tolbert, Hunter, Beatty. Oh, Beatty, what am I saying? Christ. I know he probably would have played. Probably still would have been fit. Um, Cooper Burley Mills, Tolbert Hunter, B.E. Uh, Walk, uh, uh, <clears throat> Mariner, Wymark, Woods. Oh, am, I, am I missing any? Or have I got any? You're missing one player. Do you want to pick some Norwich players off while you're thinking okay, of that one? Okay, so Norwich, Kevin Keelan, Keegan, Keegan, Keegan yeah, Keelan in yeah. goal. Um, oh, my goodness me. Uh, 77, Duncan Forbes. Um is not on the back. Oh, no. no. Goosed me. Goosed me. Shall I tell you? Go, um, Norwich, yeah, Norwich players. Norwich players. Phil Boyer, was he there then? No. Oh, keep, no. keep going. I, I'd, like, I'd like you to not get anything in the next oh, 10 no, guesses. Oh, no, and I could. <laughs> I could as well. Norwich, Graham Padden? Was it West Ham then? No. Oh, my God. Um, Norwich, 77. My well, I'll tell you what. The player that you don't, have, have missed miss. for us yeah. and the captain of Norwich... Both scored significant goals at Wembley Stadium. Um, oh, Martin Peters. Martin Peters. Oh, yeah, of course, Martin Peters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ted McDougall at Norwich then? No. <laughs> Who scored a significant goal for us at Wembley? Oh, Roger Osborne played Roger Osborne, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's on the back of the programme. Yeah, I'll go through okay. the other ones. John Ryan. Oh, right back, yeah. Colin Sullivan. Oh, Colin Sullivan, left back, yeah. Mel, Mel Machen. Mel Machen, ex-Man City manager, yeah. yeah. David Jones. Yeah. Uh, didn't he go into the Monkeys? <laughs> Davy Jones, yeah. yeah. Tony Powell. Tony Powell, yeah, yeah. centre-back, yeah. Um, Jimmy Nabel. Na- Jimmy Nabel, yeah, yeah. right-winger, yeah. 
Kevin Reeves. Oh, of course. Yeah. You didn't say Roger Gibbons, did you? No, no I didn't no, say didn't Roger know. Gibbons. And um, Colin Suggett. Remember, his nickname oh. was Anty from a previous week. Yeah, very, very good. Very good, that. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay. You talk for a bit while I crawl around on the floor to pick your paper up. So let's pick your papers up. So I'm looking now at the next game, which, again, I was very, very fortunate enough to be to be at this game. Um, Shall we uh, go for it? Yeah, go on. So, uh, <laughs> 1981-82. Yeah. Bobby Robson is again again um in, in the opposing dog dugout is um Laurie McMenemy. Who we covered in that seven yeah. nil game. Yeah. So there's a bit of so seventy four. Hang on, Christ, that's eight years. Yeah. My goodness me. There's been, some been longevity. There right. And I didn't realise that Laurie McMenemy then went on to manage Sunderland at some point. Yes, he did. I mean obviously um also in that time and also quite a neat sort of tie in that time. Both managers won the FA Cup with both teams in that time. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting together, I was saying to you in the car when we come over here, I'm, I'm putting together a list of opposition managers that, yeah. that played against us. And um, at the moment, do you know who we've faced the most? And I've, I've given it a fair, a fair lick of, you know, the, the, they're not players in the 50s and managers in the 50s, but which manager do you reckon we've, has been in the opposition dugout the most? The manager against us in the opposition dugout the most. And um, can I just ha- hasten to add a little, little asterisk incomplete records? But I think, you know, we're, we're getting there. I mean, I'll tell you what, it must be Warnock's been a lot. Oh, we have a winner. No. Yeah. Seriously. Colin is, is, number, yeah. Is, is number one at the moment. I thought, I'll tell you who I thought was going to be up there, Bob Paisley. Yeah, OK. Yeah. John but Bond then, features quite highly because obviously at John Man Bond City as well. John Norwich, Man City, but Warnock's been everywhere. Yeah. He? Another person who Holloway? features a lot, um, Ron Saunders. Yeah, Norwich and Villa. And Birmingham. He and went Birmingham, to, yeah. yeah. And West Brom, I think. Wow, yeah, yeah. maybe. But anyway, anyway let's sorry, get to this on. game. So it's another Tuesday night. It's the 16th of February, 1982. Uh, three days earlier, Town had lost to Shrewsbury. Yeah, in we the, had. Do you remember that game? I do, yeah. Lost, I think, 2-0, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, we were on a roll. I mean, the week- again... Um, yeah, and the week before we'd been knocked out or played in yeah. one of the legs, Liverpool yeah. in the League Cup, haven't we? I think we'd I think we'd been knocked out probably the week before, was it? Yeah, yeah. I think we did, yeah. But again it was us and Liverpool again that season. So we were at home to Southampton. Yeah. And some of the Southampton players that are, um Ivan Golach. Yeah. Golach, yeah. Um Have you seen the goal of the season? I think he scored or one of the goals, because I think the season before, could have even been this season, or the season yeah. before, I think the season before, was Tony Morley scored the goal of the season, the Ever- the, against Everton for Villa. Ivan Golak's got Google Ivan Golak, Southampton goal yeah. of the season. It I, is I will do that. ridiculous. Anyway, go on, um, sorry. Uh, Mick Shannon. Yeah. Armstrong. Who was he? Dave Armstrong. Dave Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, little um, um, comb over. Alan, Alan Ball. Bloody hell. Southampton also got the um, Norwich keeper on loan. Um, Kevin Keegan was playing for them. <laughs> and a guy called Puckett. Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. Yeah. Now, interestingly... I um, David Puckett. Is it? Uh, yeah. We were missing Terry Butcher, yeah. Franz Tyson yeah. and Paul Mariner. Didn't need him, did we? Which meant that Mr. Ray started. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Ray could only play... When one of Arnold Muren or Franz Tyson couldn't play because you know, of the FIFA ruling. Do you know, yeah. I never realised that. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's why he Brilliant. didn't feature very often. Never realised that. Um, so let's go in to the games. Now, what I did was either 
scribble everything out of a book onto a piece of paper or write it in, onto the laptop or just I thought I'd bring the book along. Oh. So I've got um, the book here. can be available in all good bookstores, probably even... Um, bad ones. Yeah, bad ones as well. Um, Match of My Life. 16 stars relive their greatest game and unsurprisingly, Alan Brazil has got this game against Southampton here. Yeah, he... Um Unsurprisingly, he does mention it from time to time on his breakfast show on Talk yeah. Sport. So his first goal was in the 14th minute and came about... Oh, Kevin Steggles had a, has a great game at the beginning. Um, as a result of, of Steggles, um, Steggles, he was in, obviously, for, for Terry Butcher, who wasn't playing. He put in a terrific long ball that Mr. Ray headed over Ivan Golach. Mm-hmm. And uh, three minutes later, so that was after... Let me look at this piece of paper now. So that was 14 minutes. Three minutes later, we were 2 up again. Uh, Mr. Ray challenged the keeper and basically Brazil anticipate what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Swept the ball into an empty net mm-hmm. and he completed his hat-trick. Um, this was on the 19th minute uh, when he ran onto Kevin Steggles through ball and outpaced Nick Holmes, who later went on to some, was it renovation program or something? Wasn't he, did he, didn't he do that? <laughs> Nick Knowles. Oh, Nick Knowles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I was calling him Nick Holmes. That. Well, it's good, well, I yeah. get confused because it's a house and house. stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. So that, that put the 3-0 up and what at this point, um, that was a five-minute hat-trick. Which he was, he was on it. He was on it that night, old Brazil. I'm working on our hat-trick times that Ipswich have scored, and I think we're about, we've scored about 85 or three or more, and I haven't got all of it, but I'd be very surprised if anybody scored more than a five-minute hat-trick. No. Um, and so that was 3-1 after 17 minutes. Uh Puckett scored <laughs> to make it 3-1 yeah. after 43. Yeah. Brazil then scored his fourth. Uh, I'm not even going to read the book now because I can't make up where we are. In the 69th minute. And yeah. then he went to score his fifth goal yeah. in the 86th minute. And to, he was in a rich vein of form. He'd scored eight in the previous ten. Scored five there. And what I remember was the headline the next day. And I've got to make sure I get it right. The headline was Brazil 5. Southampton too. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, I remember uh, an interview with Robson. I think this is this is actually on. Have you seen that thing? I think it's on YouTube called the first ninety minutes or something like that. I think it's like a Ipswich documentary. I've I've seen Robson talk yeah. about this, and you see Brazil come in after the game, and it's this very game, and Robson's there looking at the camera, and he's talking. I could have been to Bobby Ferguson, and he's shaking his head. He said, "I never seen nothing like it." He said he had five chances. He scored every one. Yeah. He's got a never seen finishing like it. And he's like shaking his head like this. Unbelievable. I always thought, what well, takes a gloss of it. I always thought that Shilton, um, thinking back, my memory was in goal, but it wasn't. It was uh, a foreign keeper called Ivan Katalinic was in goal yeah. for, um, was in goal for Southampton. Um, and I see you've, we must have, we had a hell of a run up that season. We had a hell of a run after Christmas because I think after Christmas we played something like, I don't know if I don't want to say 20 games or something like that. And it was, I think we'd perhaps, we won something like, I don't know, 15, drew three and lost two. Yeah. And Liverpool just played 20 games, I think, and won 19 and drew one. It was that that sort of a run. It was, it was, it it was, was ridiculous. It was. And the other thing I wanted to point out was it was only the second occasion that an Ipswich player scored five. Yeah, Crawford against Floriana. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was the first top flight player to score five Here since we 1975. Go. Stat. Have you, have, you tw- have you Googled it? I haven't. No, I it's this stupid bunker that we're in. I've got no yes. signal. Yeah. I'm going to guess that the the guy who who scored the top flight uh, five goals in the yep. top flight in 1975 yep. was. I've been thinking about it. And I'm going to I'm going to play the percentages. Go on. 
Was it John Smith? <laughs> Very close. Yeah. It was Roger Davies who did. Who scored all five. This is even more impressive than is he Brooke, Welsh. I'm not, I'm not sure he was. He played for Derby, yeah. um, at home to Luton. They won five nil. It was Roger Davies. Um, I mean, another significant five. I think also in 1975, Malcolm McDonald, Super Mac, which I think could have been beat his debut for England against Cyprus, scored all five at, at Wembley. But certainly, I think the last top flight five was Roger Davies um, for. Um, like I said, so, Derby uh, against Luke. And I mean, in, in Premier League, Defoe, didn't he score five when Spurs, they beat like someone about eight, was it Wigan they beat? They stuffed yeah. someone about. Andy Cole scored five against some team yeah, in the I Premier League. I didn't yeah. want to dwell on that one. I wasn't going to dwell yeah. on that. Um, yeah, oh, great stuff, that. A great number one. I won't let you guess this, but what a great number one. Um, 1982. Um, go I'm going to say, um, you, you, was yeah. it? Sheena Easton. No, it wasn't. It was Town Called Malice by the Jack. Wow. <laughs> Do you know there was a what funny, the Did does Alan Brazil on, on his um on his talk show, um his breakfast show he's on, isn't he? A talk sport breakfast show. Did he does he tell the story about what happened the next day after this game? So he got a phone call from I believe it was the the Sun or the Mirror to say, you know, we want to do a, a, a sort of a photo shoot of yeah. you the next day at yeah. Newmarket and obviously you know, Brazil was quite keen. And he went up and he had his photo taken with Shergal. Oh, that was worth a bit. Um, and it, apparently Michael Stout, who was the owner of Shergal, mm-hmm. uh, Alan Brazil the thought that this was all trainer. the training, yeah, mm-hmm. um, was the, um, he thought this was all kosher, but Michael Stout didn't know anything about it. The son had just brought Alan Brazil <laughs> over there and suddenly got him in with Shergal to take oh, the picture. I'm not quite sure what the relevance was, but I think he got a, he got a, um, a polite, Foxtrot Oscar yes, from, from Michael Stout. So uh, that was great stuff. Next, where are we going next? Well, it's seventy-seven, seventy. You're, you're loving these years, aren't you? It's from, the, it's the seventies, yeah. Euphoria. Um, Robson is in goal. Bobby Campbell. Robson is in goal. Oh, I, always, I did that last week, didn't I? <laughs> did. Or the week before. <laughs> this is not a goal column. I don't know why I've done that. Robson, yeah, and, and Laurie Civil was on the bench. <laughs> Robson is is the manager. Yeah. Right, I'm just yeah, going to underline that. Robson is the manager. Why do I keep thinking he's a goalie? Why do I get I him confused? Know. Robson was in goal, perhaps. Was, well, was he any good for Laurie, us in goal? Laurie Civil was he yeah. manager that yeah. day? Yeah. Go right. on. So, it is 1977-78. Bobby Robson is in goal. Yep. And he faces an opposition manager, also called Bobby, Bobby Campbell. Yeah, Bobby Campbell, yeah. Went on to manage Chelsea, I believe. Oh, I think I might know who you, you are now. It was the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. It was the fifth round. Yep. 18th of February 1978, so it's the 1978 FA Cup round. Yes. Um, we were 15th. Yeah. Bristol Rovers were 11th in Division 2. Yeah. And it was played at Eastville. Cool. Yeah. Did you ever go to Eastville? I didn't, no. No, it's one of those grains I, I never... No. Uh, some of my friends, I, I didn't go to this game. Um, can't remember Well, why. I'll tell you why. Some of my pals went. The, the reason you didn't go was because <laughs> there was only a handful of games in, in England and Scotland that survived. That survived yeah. yeah. The pitch was covered in all in white. It was like an ice rink. But you know the best thing about this orange town? Ball. Well, even better oh. than that, the orange and black kit that we wore. Love that. How often I didn't wear that very often, did I, Stat? Uh, I'd, I like, I'd like to go it. back and... You and, could buy it, and then that was one of the first kits you could actually buy as well. Because I, I know I had the home shirt with a cutaway, you know, for yeah. the, the cutaway collar. But, yeah, I, I know some of my mates that certainly had the orange kit. Yeah, you could buy it. Funny enough, you could get it from... Um, I think we mentioned it before. Um, the Mick other week, McCarthy. you get it from Mick, from, from Mick McCarthy Sports Shop. Yeah. 
Um, Michelle McManus says she's got a <laughs> she's got one of those orange and nah, black kids. Yeah. I tell you, if you didn't listen to last week, you have absolutely no, <laughs> no idea what's idea. going on. What um, we're going on about? The, so yeah, we're in we're in that orange and black kit. No, actually, there's a funny story that I picked up. So Tam's physio, don't know who he was at the time. It wasn't a name. His, his that name re- was Tommy Eggleston. Oh, do you know the same story, do you? Uh, yeah, I do. He um, he basically did he not give CPR to someone in Bristol City Centre. He did. He had a little wander around. Yeah. I like you've gone for CPR. I went for the kiss of life. Kiss and, 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 my, and my KOL. Yeah. 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 So uh, he he saved somebody's life before that. Yeah. Now what happened is that Town took the lead against the um, the plucky team from Division Two, the Pirates. Yeah. And it was Robin Turner. Plucky. <laughs> this makes me laugh. I don't yeah. know why. Robin, yeah. Robin Turner. A rare start. Well, um, it was his first goal for the club. Twenty seventh minute. Yeah, and I remember the ball. Well, I remember. I tell. You, I remember from watching it on on YouTube. Um, the ball comes in, and Clive Woods is doing his best not to control the ball at all as he's running into the penalty area. <laughs> yeah. Sort of gets a foot to it, and oh, it ends it was up treacherous. The yeah. game should never. Well, it wouldn't have been oh, played today. Treacherous. Yeah. That is a great word. Treacherous. Yeah, and it, it went through to Robin Turner, who uh, stuck it in the back of the net. Yep, makes it one nil to Ipswich. Uh, that was stayed like that at half time. Uh, second half, Williams. Didn't even write his first name down. David. David Williams. Went on to play for Norwich, I believe. Oh. I believe he did. I think, and I think he was a, he used to be or was a school PE teacher or something. Anyway, go on. Might have got right, brilliant. Totally that's fine. No, we'll, we'll go with that. David Williams, he, he came out, came off sure the, David Williams. came out of the sports hall and, um, yeah, and then appeared for Bristol Rovers and, and in the second half in the 58th minute, uh, got an equaliser for the, the gas, as I believe. The gas, yes, yes, yes. yes. Made, made it 1-1, and then six minutes later, uh, well, I remember about the first goal, if you look at it, the ball comes across, and it, Cooper comes for it, it's loses it, yeah. Then he just nods it in from on the line, doesn't Exactly, he? yeah. Uh, second goal, um, no notes here, but what happened was that Williams <laughs> scored again to make it 2-1. Yeah, and uh, then, Bobby and then. Bobby Gould. How history may have well, changed. Well, I'll tell you what, if he scored this... Well, who would have known? But yeah, Bobby Gould had a late, late winner. Well, not late, late. Rule, ruled out to put it three-one, and it was controversial. Ball deflects off offside. Hunter. Yeah, ball, you can see it clearly. It deflects off Hunter. That was the controversial bit. But they were talking about yeah, well, did did one of our players play him on or not? But obviously, I think they were meant to say, and I think that was irrelevant because the last touch came off. I believe I got this right. Came off Hunter from memory, and um, Gould walks around Cooper, puts it in, and the game's over. And then of course, hang on. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing, He's doing the, the VAR. VAR TV. Yeah, VAR no, we'd have, have... Oh, thank goodness, because we'd have been out, mate. We'd have been out. And three um... one. So we're we're in the eighty sixth minute now, yeah. and we're, so we're two, we're so two we one down. Two one. Yeah, yeah, two one down. And then Robin Turner pops up again. Yeah, so I remember this goal. It's a bit like ping pong on the line. The ball hits the post and comes out, and he's just there to nudge it in. Well, there's a bit more, bit more to it before. Oh, and I'll tell it? you what. I've, so Mariner, he does some, some do great work. Done great dribble. Yeah. And what I've done here for me, I've this goal. Diagram. Well, I haven't done a diagram, but oh. if I tell you what it's like, you'll know what. He's this goal that that we scored against Bristol Rovers yeah. in 1978. Yeah. is very similar to Jason Scotland's third goal. That we scored against Leicester City in the snow, Shane O'Connor. If you replace Paul Mariner with Shane O'Connor, who goes down the amazing the wing, run, yeah, yeah, and gets down the wing and then pulls it across, yeah, for Scotland to stick it in. Well, it's okay. pretty similar to similar that. To that. All I'd right. like to if, yeah. if there's somebody clever, and I know, like, you know, at, at Ipswich is 
uh, a clever lad. He certainly what is. I want to do is for him to somehow put these two together. I, in my mind, that they're pretty similar. Okay. So cool. the game finishes 2-2. Two, two, two. We get away with it, don't we? Robson's unhappy because he said the game should never have been played. But I think, from memory, I think we get away with it fairly unscathed injury-wise. And then, of course, um, we won't do too... Well, yeah, we maybe might Can do I put this to you then, right? Yeah. Bobby Gould puts him 3-1 up. Yeah. And it ends 3-1. Yeah. The FA Cup doesn't happen. Yeah. Where, where, what would you see? You know, was that the opportunity that we had to win the FA Cup? Because, you know, future years, you know, Arsenal and, and, and Manchester United start coming well, yes in. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, we were much stronger. I mean, that the yeah. FA Cup side was the with the winning side was the culmination of Robson's second side at Portman yeah. Road, if you know what I mean. You know, the first side, you've got to say, was the 74-75 side that went really, that. let me say it again, had there been three points for a win. Yeah. Um, and Cup semi-final. So that was the first side. The second side, as it turns out, was the Mariner, the Paul Mariner side, you know, when he signs Mariner. So for the cup final, and then obviously the third side is a Dutchman and everything else that goes with it. So, yeah, interesting. And interestingly enough with this, and we've done this before, that terrible year in the league, awful. I mean, and it wasn't, again, we said this, sorry, banging on, but it wasn't really, our, even when we got through to Wembley, I don't think, certainly weren't, our future in the top, in, in the first division as it was then, wasn't secure at all. So um, who knows if that not had happened? Jesus, we may have even gone down. You know, you just don't know, do you? You know, no. that gives you a boost. So, well, I mean, as as it's you know, we get them back. We perhaps cover this at a later date. They come back to Portman Road three days later, and it's easy. We win three 0 and we blow them away. But um, yeah, very very interesting how fate seems to, you know, seems to play a play a part. Really, yeah, yeah the, just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So let, let's move on to our final game of this week. Yeah. And the stat machine's <laughs> being a bit devilish, I think, because the stat machine. Thought it'd be nice if we ended on a on a Mick McCarthy win. So Mick McCarthy's in the in the dugout at Portman Road, and in the opposition dugout is Jim Majilton, because Mick McCarthy's sitting in oh, the away dugout. Done there. Yeah. Start, so I, Tuesday do, night. Do you know what? And I had a season ticket then, and I'm sure I was at this game, but I remember nothing about same, it. Same here. Bugger um, all. Is that typical um, Mick McCarthy game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a Tuesday night, and what I like is the fact that the, mm. the crowd was 20,602, which is probably a lot mm. higher than he's had for a while. Um, Ipswich are at home to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, basically, towns start off brightly. Uh, we, we dominate the first 30 minutes when you know I was reading the reports and looking at some of the footage mm-hmm. on there. Uh, John Walters and Alan Lee are linking up really, really well. And in... I don't even know when the goal is scored. I don't even bother that. Uh, but I remember David Wright. Well, we were. It was in the. It was the North Stand end. So I gotta keep saying it was like a first half. If we if we were defending the North Stand, I know oh, yeah. that we've we've done that of recent years. But I can't be hundred percent certain. But David Wright, he under hits a, a back pass to to Lewis Price, and one of the players that Mick McCarthy's been linked at whilst he was at Ipswich, um, Stephen Ward nips oh, in yeah. and sticks it in the back of the net. Uh, Garvin comes on. Uh, as a substitute, he hits the crossbar, but it's Town's fourth successive defeat oh, under Jim Majilton then. Yeah. Game 33, we've got yeah. 39 points, and we find ourselves in 17th place, and Wolves finish the season in fifth place. They miss out, don't they? And they lost both legs to their black country Nemesis. rivals. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, nothing nothing about that game stuff. I mean, you surprise me that there's been a game that's been involved, involved Mick McCarthy, and we can't remember a lot about <laughs> it. Um <laughs> Obviously, he he managed he managed against us um, 
Sunderland. And yeah. It, yeah. Um, I think it may be one game, I think we said before, at Millwall. I don't think he managed us against the famous nil-nil where Scoey hits the post. I think he'd already gone to Ireland at that, that no, point. No, was think he? Yeah, maybe earlier in the season. We... Was he manager of Millwall when, in our that promotion year when we won? Was it 3-2 we won there, didn't we? Was no, that... I, th- I think in, in that 95-96, because that was the last game, wasn't it, against last game of the season yeah. against Millwall. So yeah. we played them earlier in the season. He joined Ireland in February, oh, and I think earlier in that gotcha. season, I, I could be wrong, but I no, think that's probably right. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> so this season, if you, if you look at it, you know, we've got a 5 0 win against Norwich, 5 uh, 2 against Southampton, or Brazil 5, Southampton 2, um, oh, skating on ice at Eastville, and then, yeah, and then the Mick McCarthy. Really. Yeah, for, well, apparently, yeah. at the end of that game, Mick McCarthy had a right go at the Wolves fans. He just wasn't very happy with them. So, <laughs> eleven years on, he he, he didn't oh, change. Oh dear! Come on, come give some birthday stuff. No birthdays. Seventeenth uh, <laughs> of February. Yeah. Gary Croft will be forty-four. Yes. With us between nineteen ninety-nine and two thousand and one, thirty-seven appearances, one goal. But he's more famous for something. He is. He the is. First player to wear a, a tag. Yeah. What other names do they call it apart from a tag? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember his goal? Was it like a? Sort of a looping, deflected sort of effort, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Man City. Um, yeah, Man City. Um, Johnson scored a ridiculous header. That's right. Yeah, goat goat scored for them. I think. Feed, feed the goat. And I know that goat. I haven't made any notes about goat. <clears throat> good player. Yeah, good good player. But good he, player. For so me, he wasn't here long enough for me to well, started the um, start of the Wembley final. He played played at yeah. Wembley, didn't he? Yeah, for his good player. Like, I'll tell you like, what, Mrs. Stat cannot stand him. She, Why? She cannot get right. So. Whenever he used to appear, I mean, she, if you if I was to go home and say who um, who's your favourite player, wouldn't have to ask her. She'd go Marcus Stewart, right? Uh, without a doubt. Right. Um, and I'd I'd often say to her, yeah, but on his day, was he as good as David Johnson? And she'd always and say, no, yeah, definitely Marcus and Stewart. And you'd get you get and no dinner or something. Her, uh, uh, Mrs. <laughs> Stat, exactly. Her, Mrs. Stat's view would be that whenever we scored a goal, particularly between 1999 and 2001, that Gary Croft would always appear. In the in the celebration bit of it, and I said, "Well, that's not a problem, is it?" But she said, "There's eleven players on the pitch," and she said, "I can guarantee that not all eleven celebrate, but I can guarantee every goal Gary Croft gets in there, perhaps even if just, he's had nothing to do with perhaps it." Perhaps he was just pleased that he wasn't being yeah. detained at his well, that's right, his yeah. pleasure. Well, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe he was kind of he had to stand near a group of players that he couldn't, you know, <laughs> make sure of, you're not alone. Was part of his curfew, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, nice one. That's that. Yeah, go um, on. Who we so got, got next? Oh Christ! I can see who we got next. Go on. Well, the, the next I'll one. I'll let is, you say it. Is a is a born on this day because this player, um, sadly, isn't with us anymore. But you'll understand when he was born. Um, on the ninety, uh, on the seventeenth. That's got a modern name. He's got. Go on. Yeah, on the seventeenth of February, uh, nineteen ten, <laughs> Harry Sourbutts was born. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest name ever? Harry because Sourbutts is yeah. a good name. It sounds like Dickensian. It should, should be in yeah. like, I don't know, Nicholas Nickleby or Oliver Twist or something. So I didn't write much because I put his name as Sourbutts. That's enough material for us. That's but fine. he was born in India. Yeah. Um, and he was a goalkeeper for us for eight games. Oh, he was a keeper? Yeah. Cool. Um, and between 1936 and 38, he came from West Brom and yeah. then he retired. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So sour butts. He probably had a sour face that day as well. I reckon. Probably, probably did. Yeah. That's a sour butt. But, but yeah, fantastic. Is, is, there, is there a greater name than no Harry Sourbutts? I don't think so. No, he, that is. He should be in like David Copperfield or. Well, or have, one we, of have those. we not covered um, Frank Shufflebottom? Have we done Shufflebottom yet? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, he's he's got to be up there. Frank Shufflebottom's up yeah. there. 
So last birthday of the week, uh, on the 19th. Uh, we and spoke we, about him We earlier. did speak about him, yeah. Mish. Uh, Mr. Ray Mish, will Mish, be Mr. 56, six, me. 56 yeah. on the 19th. Um, obviously, his, his full name was Jean-Michel. He was. Devray. Jean-Michel Jarre. Yeah. Um, You've stole, you stole my, my light show joke for later, but that's sorry, fine. Mate. That's right, yeah. Sorry. From, Sa- from South Africa, jo- Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was with us, and I cannot believe this. 19, he made his debut in 1979, and his last match was in 1990. Incredible. Yeah. 11 years. He had a testimonial against... West Ham? No. Oh, West Ham. I want to kind of say some sort of England thing. Or, Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. He was always like... In the 255 early, appearances. In the early days, he was very much Mariner's understudy, really, wasn't he? Well, we touched upon it earlier about that Southampton game when Brazil scored five. That Obviously, he was only getting in, in the team early yeah. when um, Muren or Tyson, either one of them didn't play because of the... I remember two goals he scored, two two important goals. He scored one at Man United away in 1984 when we were looking for all intents and purposes like we were going to go down that season. And um, we beat Manu away. I think he scored and Alan Sunderland scored. He, he, yeah. I think he scored a header or something. I seem to believe I was there that day. And that's a great... I think I mentioned this stat. This is a brilliant stat. Because <clears throat> for about 30 years, that game stood as the as, as the last time Man United were ahead at half-time at Old Trafford and lost. And that stood for... Of thirty odd years, maybe more than that. Yeah, you know, the, really recently. Who was uh, yeah? Who was the team that had? Who ended that record? Oh, I don't know. Was it yeah. Liverpool? Or don't know. I, yeah, I, I really don't well, know. I, don't, I want to think it was a, or oh, someone more ordinary than that. Yeah, an ordinary I, 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 I Wigan know. or a... I might have been. Yeah. Um, and the other goal I remember is um, a game against Liverpool. I think a season before when he scored a ridiculous volley to beat actually Liverpool. One of the few games they lost. So that had been eighty two, eighty three. I made a note here. You know, it was one of those seasons. I think. Liverpool won the league by like eleven points, sort of thing, and it was one of their rare defeats. And I remember he scored in uh, he scored a volley, probably my favourite goal he scored in that in that season, I believe. He I think, scored. I think it was a volley. 40, Forty-eight goals in total. And one of, one of the interesting things is, and this is probably to do with um, the fact that you know Bobby would come and see him, and he'd be like, "Oh, all right, Gaffer." As I say, call him Gaffer. And he said, yeah, just to let you know that Arnold's gone down with a bit of flu. Oh, oh, now, now you want me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. he got really fed up with this. So he actually um, became a, a British national in 1983. Mm. So I wonder whether that was to get around the... Um, I, I guess it would have been around 83. Had they both well, gone me. then? Yes, I suppose yeah. they had both gone. So, I don't know so, so perhaps he could see issues coming up in the future. And he, he did. It, it could have it had still been around when Sir Guy was there, I yeah, suppose. And... That's right. You can imagine um, John Duncan going up to him and saying, um, hello, Mish. Um, Sir Guy's <laughs> not playing. Um, so it'll be you and Romeo today. <laughs> oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but do you think he, he had a little tash for a bit, didn't he? And he looked he a, he, he had a like tash. A, he had a tash, right, for, for a long time. He looked a spiv to me. Uh, Mish. Yeah. yeah, good. A good. Again, a very good servant for the club. Very, very but good. But not as good as um, Harry Sauerbutz. No, or Frank Shufflebottom. We'll have to do him in a later later date. Brilliant stat. Really enjoyed oh, that enjoyed yet that, again. Um, just to remind everyone, this is part of the Blue Monday Network podcast, so please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. We hope you enjoyed it again this week. We both had fantastic games again this week. If you remember any of the events we talk about and have any suggestions, then please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC, at David Diamond 3, 
at chomp you can reach stat at chomp x3 and please hit follow on there and give us a like on facebook.com slash blue monday itfc i will be back with ben um with the sorry i do this occasionally don't i sorry Ben will be here with a preview show on Friday. I will be back on the flagship show with Ben next Monday, which will feature stats, brilliant stat of the week. And hopefully, fingers crossed, everything will be back this time next week for more wonderful ITFC nostalgia. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.